Hello and welcome to the Sparkle Hour, a fun and feisty podcast for empowered women and woke menfolk. Join us as we pull back the veil to reveal how we are taking control of our life stories and creating a movement of positive change. I'm Michelle Lewis. And I'm Nicole lewis Kieber. And if you're ready to feel, laugh, and heal, this podcast is for you. Hey, girl. So it is actually our season finale today. I know. Craziness. Every time. I know. I mean, it feels like they just fly by. They really do. And I, we've had such amazing guests this season that... I've just been in this place of awe and learning, and I can't believe that we've actually finished <laughs> and that we're done. I feel the same. It's like it's like senior year or something where everything is just so easy and just so just delightful. And oh my gosh, there's just a huge level of excitement. Um, and we hope that you all listening have enjoyed the season as much as we have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to throw out an HSA. Warning for those of you about to listen. This is heavy shit awareness. Awareness. <laughs> heavy shit advisory. That's it. HSA, heavy shit advisory. Because we're going to be talking about a little bit of heavy shit today to wrap yeah. up this season. Because as we were chatting before hitting record, we realized, you know, my goodness, our sisters around the world are really, really hurting right now in a lot of ways. And we we keep getting calls and messages and texts and whatnot, basically every day from somebody um, stepping up saying that they've remembered something awful that's happened, that they've been triggered by recent events in the news. And it's really gotten a little out of hand, if I could say that. And we know that our purpose is to be of help and of service and of love. And Nicole's like, Hey, let's just talk about this today. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about some heavy shit today because we're here to help. And that's the best thing that we can do. Yeah. So let's just call it out. So currently in our country, um, we have just had someone confirmed to the Supreme court who is known perpetrator of sexual violence, um, alleged, <laughs> be coming after us, alleged. And at the very, at the very least, you know, he is someone who has proven to be partisan. He has proven to be unethical in some ways, hostile. And there's so much about him that is no, not okay for a Supreme Court justice. You know, if you want to be the CEO of a company, go for it. I don't, appre- I don't agree with that either. But this is a huge responsibility and commitment that affects everyone in this country. And it is sad for us to see someone like that get confirmed. And it is hard to watch a sister stand up in front of Congress and in front of, you know, the Senate in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, Judiciary Committee. That's what I'm trying to say. Tell her heart, her experience, knowing full well what it's going to be like for her. And she did it anyway. And that's a hard thing to watch. And it's a hard, and it's even more difficult to have her tell her story, have them pretend to investigate it, which they really didn't. 
Yeah, that was a sham. That was a shit show. And I think the hardest part for this, for, for me and the people I'm talking to, is they're saying they know he did it. They don't care. They're going to confirm him anyway. They are more concerned for themselves. So there is a blatant message that they don't care. And it's hard enough to move through your day wondering where people stand and wondering about the situation and us and hoping for the best and hoping that people, if they heard your story, and if they really knew what was going on, that they'd do something. But it's a completely different situation when they know and they don't care and they show that they don't care. That is devastating. We are in a dev- we are in a place and I'm sounding really dramatic right now, but I really want to reflect what people are saying to me. We are devastated by their lack of care, their lack of concern. And we would be silly to think that that's not going to impact us as a collective. We'd be silly to think that it's not going to bring up stuff. And what we owe it to ourselves and our sisters is to talk about it, to share, to give resources and to not hide it, not pretend like everything's okay when it's not, because it's not, it's not okay. It's not okay. And regardless of what happened on the night in question or the day in question or at that party, whether or not everything happened the way she remembered and the way he defended against it, whether or not every single detail is exactly as it is, the fact remains that that brings up all of these different incidents of trauma and pain and abuse and fear and terror that so many of us around the world have felt, have truly experienced, have lived and have ached, cried, sweated, hid, abused ourselves over. That comes back up. No matter what the he said, she said, no matter what. Because she said this is what happened to her. And whether or not you believe what happened to her, I personally do. But mm-hmm. whether or not you do, and mm-hmm. whether or not you do because of your political biases or whatever, it doesn't change the fact that whatever happened to people has happened to people. Mm-hmm. And they're hurting right now. And they're scared. And they don't know how to fucking go about their day. That's real. That's real. And when someone says, well, you don't remember how you got home. You don't remember this. You don't remember that. Someone yesterday said to me, I don't remember how I got home. I don't remember what happened to me weeks after that. I have no memory. Does that mean it didn't happen? You know, it's, it's calling into question someone's experience just because they don't have details that your brain literally is wired to shut down because of the traumatic event. Exactly. I mean, you have to be able to, you know, live your life after that. And so it's going to block out certain things so that you can, you know, not have to relive that in all of its entirety and all of its horror every waking moment of the day. Like you have to be able to function. That's what Mm -hmm. our brain does, right? Yeah, it, it absolutely does. And, and then to see, you know, someone who is, whose care for this entire country is in their hands, mock someone for their experience and their testimony. It's heartbreaking. It truly is. And oh my goodness, there, there's a lot of layers to unpack in this. So we're going to do our best to get through as many of them as we can today. But 
beyond any of that, we want you to hear this, that it is okay to share your experience. Mm -hmm. It is true that some people won't believe it. It is true that some people will push back against it. And it is true that there are some people who will find ways to blame you for it. We're here to tell you that that is all bullshit, that what you feel is real, that you are allowed to feel that pain. And it is absolutely 100% your experience. Nobody can change that. Nobody. So if you need to talk to somebody, we want you to know that it is okay to reach out for therapy, to reach out for coaching, to reach out to someone who gives a shit Mm -hmm. or two shits. We're two (laughs) shits here that give two shits. (laughs) And we're here to help in any way that we possibly can. But please, please, please hear this. Your story matters now more than ever. It really does. It really does. And so, you know, as Michelle so eloquently said, it's not really about politics, even though it's showing up there. It's not really about that. It's about giving people agency over their lives and the ability to ask for help when they need it. And a lot of people need help right now. So many. Um, Yeah. It's bringing up a lot for people. And for some people, it's the first time they've ever considered getting help. If you're in that boat and you're having some kind of, you know, memory and you're like, oh my goodness, I'd forgotten about this. I wonder if I should do something. Yes. You don't need to be alone. It is okay. And I encourage you to reach out. We're both in this position where, you know, we're reaching out for help and we're reaching out for extra support um, because we're people that our audience and clients and friends, they know who we are. I mean, we're, you know, the sparkle hour we talk about trauma you know so they're like oh shit well this is a trauma i'm gonna go talk to them about this you know and that's great and we we're here for it and we both need to do stuff for ourselves too to take care of ourselves because this is a this is a big moment and we want you to take care of yourselves and we want you to tell your story and we want you to know that your um your story matters and it's worth telling absolutely and because your story matters so much and because your truth is real, it is real. Please get yourself into support groups that do listen and do believe you. Please don't just keep putting yourself in a position where people aren't going to listen. Get yourself the support that you do need and you're allowed to have and is here for you. It is, it's all over the place. We're available. There are so many therapists who are dying to to help you through these hard things. And yes, as Nicole said, even you know, she and I are both getting help outside of you know just talking to each other. Like we're we're going to the pros because as much of our own shit that we've dealt with, there's new stuff that comes up when these things come out, and especially in such you know such force as has happened through the Me Too movement, through the women's marches, and through this you know shit show that just happened with. Dear Lord, I can't even say his name. <laughs> I literally can't say his name without joking. Don't say it. They'll need it. We know who we're talking about. Mm. So, yeah, <laughs> get the help you need because it's absolutely, absolutely critical that you keep moving forward and keep healing and keep revealing your truths to tell your story. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Yes. And I just want to make a note that if you've experienced any kind of any um, any kind of trauma that's coming up because of the current situation, I want you to hear me. It is trauma. Don't let someone talk you out of it. It is trauma. Mm-hmm. And there are very specific ways to help you get relief and 
re, you know, revival from this. Mm-hmm. A therapist who's trained to manage, to help you manage trauma, a therapist who's trained in EMDR, those people are highly skilled at helping you move through, digest, and release those events that have stayed with you or have just resurfaced. You deserve that. Make sure that you look for someone with those skill sets because it is that. Don't let anyone talk you out of that, okay? Because you need someone who gets it. So you deserve that. Let yourself have that. Look, it might take you one or two more therapists to look through, but make sure you know, that you do that because it's important. Yes, please do. And we'll, we'll include some links in the show notes today to some of the different therapies and modalities that are really helpful in helping people to manage their trauma. It is trauma, capital T, little t, it's all the same. It hurts, it affects us, and we need to be able to figure out how to move forward. So um, this kind of actually brings us to Sparkle School. Like the whole reason that we started Sparkle School was to create and provide a a series of skills, skill sets to help you manage the things that you have gone through in life and um, how to, how to be a big grown up human (laughs) in a scary ass world. (laughs) Um, and yes, we make that all sparkly and delightful and humorous, but it's actually real tools. And so we would like to invite you to go back to our website, check out the Sparkle School tab on there. And all those resources are free. So you can go and click on any one of those, download the worksheets, get some tools in your hands right now while you're even searching for your therapist, your person, mm-hmm. your community. Um, get those in your hands right away. And, uh, if there's something there that Um, you have questions about, reach out to us. We're happy to help walk you through them. And if there's something that you need that you don't see there, reach out to us, let us know, and we'll find it for you. We'll do our very best to help you get everything that you need to, you know, really be in your power in this, in this day and age when we need it more than ever. Absolutely. And there's actually some other podcasts too, that I've been keeping an eye out who really talk about this stuff as well, you know, and mental health and more, more from a clinical standpoint, but they're really, really good. Like they do such a good job. So I'll grab some of those links too. And and we can share those in the notes because, you know, we all, we all need each other and, you know, something that you hear from them might resonate more than us and vice versa. So I think that we all need to kind of stick together and pull our resources, right? Absolutely, because we're all about collaboration, not competition. And this is the time and age when when women especially need to stick together. I'm not going to even waste time with calling out people who are just shutting this down and just saying, no, 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 this didn't happen. This isn't real, blah, blah, blah. They're going through their own shit. Like we recognize that. You are going through your own shit. And this is the safest place that you have, like, positioning yourself in such a way. So please know this, that you are absolutely loved and we want to hear you too. So we're going to hold the space for those who are ready to to step up and share what they need to. And if you're in a place where you can't even do that yet, just know you're still loved. Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're not here against you at all. No, no, we aren't against anyone, surprisingly. <laughs> I know. Even Even these awful perpetrators, like, there, there's a place of, of putting them where it's, where it's safe for us mm-hmm. to, to let them be in that little, little mm-hmm. bubble <laughs> um, where I can send them love and healing and whatever, but I don't need to interact with them. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. 
And so, you know, we didn't realize when we started, you know, we kind of did our retreat and mapped out what it means to sparkle shit out and to get in the sparkles in. We had no idea the roadmap that would be created, but that's what we've been following for this past year was you know, recording um, episodes and creating well, Michelle creating worksheets because she is the, <laughs> she is the amazing creator. Oh, y'all! Um, <laughs> anything you see that's sparkly and beautiful, like on social media, is all her. And bringing on guests that we felt were in alignment with the messaging and the message and the teaching um, has been what we've all been about this past year. And we had no idea how important that was going to be. We had no clue where we would be right now. It goes to say it, it says something about building the thing before you know you need the thing there, right? So if you have something on your heart that you want to do, might be a reason for it. Yeah. It might it might show up in a year or two. You might not recognize, you know, exactly where the hell you're going with it. But you know, if you've got that little inkling, you've got that little little bug inside you that's saying, mm, let's let's explore this. Oh my God, do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Yeah. Follow that curiosity because look what can happen. Like mm-hmm really, really powerful stuff has been created. We had no idea. So it's like in kind of like a Terminator sense, like future us (laughs) came back and like whispered (laughs) to you. A year from now, you have no idea what's about to go down. Get on it, ladies. So here we are. (laughs) And thank you, time travelers, whatever. Um, this is this is real, real <laughs> stuff that's happening right now. And more than ever, we really need to support each other. So so what's one of your favorite things to do? I'm like, what is one of your favorite things to do? What is one of the things <laughs> that you're doing right now to really, like on the daily, you know, not like the big support, kind of on the daily to kind of cocoon up and protect your energy and your space. So what are you doing right now? I, I shut off all social media. I, I, I just shut off everything that's external for a little bit. Um, whether, whether I need it for just five minutes for a recharge, sometimes I need it for, you know, half hour, an hour even. Mm-hmm. Um, just exactly what I need to just block all the bullshit out and really go inward. Um, and, and spend some time like letting the memories resurface, addressing them sending love to myself during whatever stuff has come up, um, whatever period of my life has uh, poked its little head out. I take a lot of hot baths right now. <laughs> I really do. Cause being in that water um, and that warm, just like it's like an amniotic sack where I feel safety and I don't feel like anything is intruding where I can just, I can just kind of be. And I know people will say, oh, take a bubble bath for self-care, but there is a little bit of truth to it, a teeny bit. It's um, the self-care of giving yourself that time and space to just let everything from that's bombarding from the outside or seems like too much stuff is coming up. Man, I just need a little quiet space. So that's a daily for me. So I, I think for me, a lot of it is knowledge is power. So I'm reading a lot about how trauma shows up for for me is knowledge. So I'm reading a lot and I'm listening to other podcasts and I'm learning from them. I'm meeting other people who do similar work, but in a different way, because when someone says to me, how can someone defend their abuser? I know why. Yeah. And so that helps me to know why. And, and 
it's it's actually a normal thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's a normal and natural thing to do. Yeah. It helps me not to need to defend it or get mad at it or do any of that. So for me, knowledge is power. So I read every day and definitely that ritual in the morning when I don't do it, I feel off, off kilter and I didn't get to do it specifically the way I normally do when I was in San Francisco this last week, but I still got up early and I still watch the sunrise and I still welcome the morning. And um, for me, that's so important because it feels when I wake up and see the sunrise, I feel like I'm welcoming that day. And I feel like I'm a part of what's about to happen as opposed to something that's going to happen to me. And exactly. Yeah. So there's just something about watching that sun and saying good morning and welcoming it. That feels really good to me. And I'm so glad I found this. <laughs> that's a, it's a beautiful ritual because it really does reclaim your power. Like to just to start the whole day off. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's gray, like there's a little bit of fog the other morning where it's raining. It does not matter. Daybreak is beautiful. Yes. I don't care what weather it's going. It is a beautiful moment. And it is a moment to just insert yourself into that, into that day with power and purpose. And when I do that, I'm unstoppable. In the days I don't do that, I, I feel a little weaker and I feel a little bit less in charge. So for me, that's what I do. Wonderful. Another one that I do daily is affirmations. I do. I do at least three gratitude affirmations uh, or three affirmations and three gratitudes at a minimum, at a minimum. Like if I have time, um, whatever my schedule looks like for that day, I can allow that to, to go further and further. But you have a little doggy outside. I'm so annoyed with our neighbors. Can I just say? <laughs> you may say it. Our neighbors that moved in um, to the left of us where a gay bicycle cat used to be. Oh, gay bicycle um, cat is gone. Oh yeah. It's been gone. So the parent, he's the son of the parents. He used to own that place. So they just gave it to him mm. and um, they have this dog that barks constantly and it is driving me nuts. Like I don't feel hostile towards animals most of the time, but I, this dog, I really just want to shut the hell up. So yes, I don't have a dog. My neighbor has a dog, which means that we all have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And I, you know, what's so fascinating about that? Like I just moved, you know, recently. So like I've been a hotel for a couple of months and I don't have a ton of like animal noise, even though this is a pet friendly hotel. So, Hey, that's cool. But my neighbor had a giant dog that barked like that all damn day. So whenever they were, would go on vacation. They take the dog with. So I'm like, oh my God, they must be on vacation because there's silence, you know. But whenever they're home, that dog would. It really raises my blood pressure to hear Same. that dog bark constantly. And then to walk out the front, totally digressing. And then to walk out the front door and they're out there on our property letting their dog poop. And then she's like, oh, I'm going to go get a bag. I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. because you have it (laughs) so that's why i'm like they got a dog but we all got a dog we all got a dog (laughs) y'all pick up your dog's shit pick up your dog's poop come on and i I know that dogs bark but there's got to be something something you can do you know yeah because that i mean that's an indication that the animal is under some kind of stress yes of course you're gonna feel you're gonna feel stressed too poor puppy stressed So yes, he's, he is literally 
the next door across the way, not right next to us, the other way. So it just shows if you can hear it through my microphone, how annoying it is for me. Oh, sweet girl, <laughs> sending you love, puppy love. Sure. So, um, so talking about affirmations, I wanted to tell you something you would be proud of me. Oh, yes. <laughs> so we're like all over the place today, but we don't care. Um, <laughs> it's still on track. It's still on track. So um, this past week, I spoke about um, my our inner kiddos and how they you know, can really impact our business in front of a room of 300 women. Yes. It's the first time I've spoken on the stage like that. And I was a wreck. <laughs> I will admit it. I was an absolute wreck. Um, but one of the things that my cousin taught me to do is, um, to channel that anxiety and to channel that energy with affirmations. So I have my affirmations here and I want to read them to you. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so excited right now. So I want to, I think this is a way to model how you do an affirmation based upon a situation, right? Yes. So I was not, really it's not fluffy rainbows. It is not fluffy rainbows. It is a skill. It is a tool. It's got mad mojo. I will admit this now. <laughs> so I have this little card and it was in front of me. And I saw it and it says, speaking is fun, exciting, and easy. I love sharing my story. They are excited to hear from me. Speaking and traveling are easy, fun, and not a problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. So tell me how they helped. It did help because, um, what, for me, what was getting activated was my own kiddos who were like, Oh, this is crazy. Why are we doing this? And so a lot of times I do think that we mistake anxiety and fear for a raised energy. Like, a, you know, our energy raises up our endorphins and, you know, our adrenaline gets kicking in. Mm -hmm. And if you've had trauma like me, you interpret it as a problem or it's a threat, or it's whatever it is. Excitement and joy was not in my repertoire growing up. Mm -hmm. Even now as an adult, it's hard for me to get excited about things. People are like, aren't you excited? I'm like, yeah, this is what I look like excited. <laughs> <laughs> this is my happy face. This is my happy face. I'm totally <laughs> excited about this. <laughs> so for me, that elevation is feels uncomfortable. And so to be able to channel it and give it like, you know, the little roller coaster to say, this is actually fun. This is, you know, exciting. I'm excited about this. I wouldn't sign up for this if I didn't want to do it. No one's doing this to me. So um, I think that's kind of, you know, how it works. Absolutely. And it's true. Thank you so much for sharing that. That makes me really happy to hear. Yeah. I listen to you. <laughs> I listen to you too. I've learned so <laughs> much over the years. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it worked. It worked. It really helped me bring down some of that scariness factor and change it over to I'm excited to be able to do this factor. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a that's an amazing way to rein in your power and, and use it in a way that that feels like laser focused, you know, so it's not mm -hmm. just like this scattered energy. It's like, all right, I'm here for this specific purpose. I'm mm -hmm. going to put everything I've got into this and it's mm -hmm. going to kick so much ass because I'm putting all of my everything into it you yeah. know, rather than being a victim of it. So, right. And the more specific you get, the less likely your inner critic is going to call bullshit on you. It's true. And so that, that gratitude piece of it too is so important because it's powerful. Yeah. All right. So one more thing that I do, and I don't have to do this every day, but the days that I do have to do it, I do it big. And that <laughs> is have a good fucking cry. I just let it all out. 
Like if I cannot hold it in anymore, and if I'm in a safe place to do this is helpful. I come into my room, it's quiet. Uh, I grab my stuffed animals, you know, I'll, I'll just grab a stuffed animal and, and just let it loose, you know, just cry, just like, let that pain fall out of my face like a river. And it's, it's a very powerful release. You know, it's not something that I could do while I'm driving. <laughs> it's not something that I could do in the middle of an office environment um, without facing some judgment that I don't wish to take on. Um, but when I need to have a good cry, I go have a good cry and I let myself do it and I don't give myself any shit for it. I mean, ugly cry face is not fun, but it is a very cleansing process. It's acknowledging the pain right? Mm. It's not trying to numb it away. It's not trying to run away from it. And it's not trying to pretend it doesn't exist because it does. Mm -hmm. And it wants to be acknowledged. So I will acknowledge it with all the salty tears that I have (laughs) (laughs) that I've built up inside. And you know, and I feel good afterwards because it's a wholeness. It's part of being a damn human. Like we have these feelings and they're allowed to be expressed. Sometimes I just have a good cry. Maybe I'll write about it and maybe I won't, but I'll sure as hell process it. Those are good. I hope they're helpful. I hope so too. So tell us what you guys are doing. What are some of the ways you as our listeners are are handling things on the daily? Um, What are some of the tools that you're using? What are some of the tools that we've shared that you have found to be really helpful? Um, What are some tools that you're learning elsewhere? that are helpful, that can be shared. Mm-hmm. Tell us, comment on our Facebook page, The Sparkle Hour. Join our private Facebook group, When in Doubt, Sparkle That Shit Out. And of course, visit us on our website, www.thesparklehour.com, where you can leave comments for us, where you can visit the Sparkle School tab, check out all the resources there that are absolutely free, and be sure to get help, whether it's through us, through other therapy, whatever, whatever you need to do to help yourself get grounded, get centered and get healthy, go get it. Mm -hmm. You deserve it. You do deserve it. This shit is not your fault. None of it It is not your fault. Get the help you need. It's there for you. And we're here for you too. So thank you for joining us this season on the Sparkle Hour. We we're talking about doing maybe another little mini-sode series for the holidays to uh, provide some uh, ways to get through holiday family drama (laughs) (laughs) in little delicious, tasty bites. Save the drama for your llama. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so look forward to those coming up uh, next season on the Sparkle Hour. But for now, for this season, this is Michelle Lewis and Nicole Lewis Kieber, and we love you guys to pieces. We hope to see you on our uh, Facebook page or follow us on Instagram or Twitter or all the things. Yes. We love you. You be good to yourselves. Be good to yourselves. We love you lots. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sparkle Hour. Today's episode was brought to you by Nicole Lewis Keeper Coaching and the Blessings Butterfly. To learn more about the topics discussed today, please visit our website at www.thesparklehour.com. 
And remember, when in doubt, sparkle that shit out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please.